0: Hey, this is Steve Agee at Toronto Comic-Con reminding you that if you're going to geek out, geek hard.
1: Geek Card, right here on geekardshow.com Now here are your hosts, Andrew Young and Mr. Green. Welcome to Geek Card for the last time in 2023, where the end is the beginning, is the end. I'm your host, Andrew Young. With me, as always, is Mr. Green.
2: A.K.A. your favorite Ouroboros.
1: Yes. It's a green eating his own ass over and over again.
2: No, it's a tail. You're supposed to eat your tail.
1: You don't have a tail.
2: No, so then technically would be my feet. I'd have to eat my own feet.
1: You that eat would be... your ass.
2: No, that's not. I'm... Then I'm past the feet. I'm already like in a small circle. You're to gotta...
1: suck the feet in while you're eating the ass. Yeah, that didn't even make any sound.
2: <laughs> oh, you didn't? That didn't come through? No, it oh. didn't come
1: through. It's, it, Damn those, you, Zoom. Those are the types of sounds that Zoom goes, nope.
2: <laughs> yeah, nope. Not having that one.
1: Oh, my God. But so and we, in post. <laughs> exactly. We got a great show for you tonight. We are looking back at the best guests and moments of the year. It is a favorite episode of mine because. Uh, just reminds you of all the cool people we talk to and all the crazy things that happen.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna say because you didn't have to do much uh like actual on-air work.
1: Yeah, but I have to do more off-air work. So it's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually it's <laughs> it's a lot more work than a regular episode. So there
2: you go. <laughs> all right, fair, fair.
1: Oh my god, but no, uh we've had we've had a crazy year and uh, a lot of cool things happened, a lot of not so cool things happened, but probably the most bizarre thing that happened happened back in march of this year oh yeah yeah i don't do you remember what happened in march or
2: was a long time out there was was a lot march is a long time ago that was there was snow and yeah it was just uh there's so many weird but there's so many bizarre things that happen on this show
1: yeah but this specific one happened to you and was kind of life-changing for a while yeah
2: really oh i guess Yeah.
1: yeah Mr. Green almost died. Wow. Roll the clip. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to Geek Card. It is another Friday night. I am here. Uh, Mr. Green is not here quite yet. He is just getting back from the airport. He was at a literary convention for his books, uh, Mr. Green, The Sound of Birds, and uh, How to Talk to Animals and Make Weird Sounds. Uh, He was invited as the guest of honor to a uh, literary convention. And uh, I don't think they knew that he just did books on tape for that, but uh, good for them. Uh, He'll be back shortly. He's on his way back from the airport. Hopefully he'll be here before we get into the crux of tonight's episode and what an episode it's gonna be. And I just wanna jump in here and say, uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Green. I know you arrived here late. You were actually late from the airport, coming back from a literary festival of your own for your books. (laughs) Mr. Green and the sound of birds and, of course, how to talk to animals and make Weird it sounds. Uh, I hope that went well for you, Green.
2: Uh, it did. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And, and uh, uh, it's a pleasure to get to talk to you, Michael.
1: All right. Nice talking to you. You were, you were just at a literary festival.
2: Uh. Uh, of a kind, yes. Not, not not nowhere on the same level as yourself or you know, or even uh, some of the characters in in. in All movies. I got to
1: say is you better have been at a literary festival, Green, because the expense account was going up. I was watching it. I was yeah, watching it this that's week. True. Welcome back to Geek Card. Andrew Young and Mr. Green here. Mr. Green off of a 12-hour flight back from the literary festival he's at. He's not in the best of sorts, but he's here. He's a trooper. Uh, yep, yep and yep. uh we're we're gonna get into our review of Scream Six in just a moment, but before we do, just wanna read out some of the emails we got in. Uh this one's from Karen N who says Hello geeks. No jet lag, Mr. Green? I think that jet lag doesn't begin to explain the pain that Green's gone through. I heard he was tell you were telling me during the break that you were stuck in the, the back row on the aisle, that the drink cart kept hitting your knee. Not a good time, eh?
2: No, it was horrible, horrible. Uh, I am currently alive, although it feels like I am not. So, yeah.
1: Well, there you great. go. It's good great. time. Welcome to the show where it's exhausting to avoid the truth. This is Geekard. I'm your host, Andrew Young. We've got a big show for you tonight. But before we start anything, the prodigal son has come home. Our boy, our baby boy, little Jimmy Green, James Green, Mr. Green, is back after a rough couple of weeks. As you guys, listeners might know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, he had a rough uh, flight back from a literary convention, made it onto the show late, had to leave. He was in intense pain, and then he was gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, We were kind of ominous about what was going on with him, but uh, Mr. Green, you've returned. I have, and are you feeling well? Feeling fit?
2: Uh, better.
1: Better. There we go.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Good.
1: Uh, better. Best. That's what you got to go for.
2: Well, you know, be- better. Better is definitely better than where I was. So. Better than
1: where you were, exactly. Yeah. Which was yeah. not a good place.
2: It wasn't. So, uh, I'll just quickly. I want to. I want to start off by thanking, uh, Candace you andrew gary and everybody else who shared well wishes to me over the past few weeks thank you very much uh you guys are awesome but uh for everybody else who's listening right now uh basically uh i woke up with a headache the day of the show thought it was a migraine and i couldn't finish the show that night as andrew already alluded to went to bed early hoping to feel better you know, good night's sleep. Everybody feels better after a good night's sleep. I oh, love yeah. sleep. You know, yeah. I, I always talk about how much I love sleep. Sleep is great. Thinking, do that, get up, go to the vet with for my cat. You know, that was the plan. Woke up instead. I was blind in my right eye. And in an excruciating pain still, spent 13 hours in medical facilities from Oshawa to Bowmanville to Toronto uh, to eventually learn that I had contracted a serious eye infection um from a recent uh eye procedure that i've had uh, that i get on a routine basis not a big deal it just i won the shitty end of the stick of the lottery couldn't win 50 million instead i won an eye infection that if it gone even worse i could have died but that's okay we're here it's all good and i want a big shout out to the team at st mike's ophthalmology department because they were rock stars and uh yeah everything is getting better and eventually, I will hopefully be able to see out of my right eye again. But for there right now, know. I am partial pirate, but just without the eye patch. That's
1: right. There's a that's lot right.
2: of R's going on.
1: R. Army matey. Army matey. That,
2: that's it. It's a lot of that going on. I feel like I'm a TIFF all the time.
1: There you go. There you go. Piracy a, and deep, a
2: Deep cut for for the TIFF uh, participants around uh, who might be listening to this show. Anyways, yes. I'm doing way, way, way better. That's, that's great. Like, a little, a little. I know we don't usually like to talk about real life stuff and we like to have some fun. I don't know what you're
1: talking about. We talk about real life stuff all the time. We talk about yes. old man's you're ailments.
2: You're right. We talk, I forgot. About,
1: we talk about Jimmy the Short Order Cook and Yonkers.
2: Yeah. But you're 100% these are
1: real people.
2: Uh, you know, it's us in 60 minutes. It Basically, really, it truly that's it is. Right. That's and right. uh, you know, but everybody who's listening right now, uh, I'm back. And uh, that's it. It's it. And so we're side going to note, a lot of
1: people don't know this. When Andy Rooney retired from 60 minutes, they considered <laughs> us.
2: They did. They, us. did. they did. They did. That's why that is why actually that I've got more gray in my beard now is because I was trying to get more of that kind of like yeah. seasoned, you know, grumpiness going on.
1: Well, we already appealed to the seniors crowd. So it makes sense. So there you go. That was the saga of Mr. Green. One eyed Mr. Green. My God. So how is your eye doing these days? Green, can you see out of it?
2: Yeah. 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 I, I've got back to the vision that I had prior to the incident. So I am no longer Nick Fury.
1: Okay. Have you had any, uh, bizarre headaches at all recently?
2: Quick version of this story. I say, I go in to see him and I was like, Hey, cause I saw him this week, right? I had a, an injection this week mm-hmm. and it was, I'm like, Hey, just FYI over the last like month or two, I've noticed I've been getting a little bit of pressure in that eye. Right. And, uh, he goes, uh, well, that's not pressure. I'm like, well, it fucking feels like pressure to me. And he's like, oh, that's just like surface pressure. We don't really care about that. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh and I did. And I said, I was like, hey, man, I go ever since I've, I've been more sensitive towards these things ever since, you know, the incident earlier this year, and he's like, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, well, once you become an offender in my eyes, you always are an offender. Cool. Good to know that I'm being, uh, profiled. Great. great. That's great. Yeah. Just just... He- health profiling. There we go. He's there uh go. yeah, you're a troublemaker. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's pressure yeah.
1: pushing down on you, pushing down on me.
2: Yes, it, that's it. Exactly. It's all about the queen.
1: It's all about people on the streets. Yeah. But anyways, yes. we're glad that you're, you've recovered. And uh, again, there's another person in the, the Geek Card family that we're hoping recovers very soon, and that is... Yes, absolutely. Our, our boy, Yuri. Get well soon, um, Yuri. We're hoping to be seeing you in the new year. But right now, we're going to take our first commercial break of the evening. When we come back, you're going to hear some of the biggest and best interviews we've had over this calendar year. Right here, Geek Card, When you talk Everybody! Jimmy the short order cook here asking you, what's better than listening to Geek Card? Answer listen to Geek Card while wearing a Geek Card t-shirt. And there's a place you can get them at tpublic.com slash user slash geek card. We got a bunch of great shirts there. We got geek card shirts, we got a Mr. Green's Tasty Meat shirt, and we got a back issue bloodbath shirt. For all your geek needs. With your geek merch, you want to go to tpublic.com slash user slash geek card. I'm not just asking you. I'm telling you. Welcome back to Card Geek on GeekCardShow.com. Now back to your host, Andrew Young and Mr. Green. Welcome back to GeekCard, folks. Andrew Young and Mr. Green here on our look back on 2023, our best guests and moments. We've had a lot of fun this year. Talking with a lot of cool people from Humberley Gonzalez to Devin Sawa to Scott Thompson Randall Park, it has been a pretty big, year. not even much Steve Agee as well. Like, yes. uh, and hell, when, when I talked to Steve Agee, we even got a little bit of a cameo from another, uh, another famous person that's uh, worked with James Gunn. Uh, you can hear all of these interviews right now in our best guests of the year welcome to the program Aubrey gonzalez hi thanks for having me <laughs> well thanks for coming back on i think it's been about seven months since the last time we spoke yeah
3: something like that yeah yeah, yeah.
1: of course this past fall uh back in november slumberland came out Yeah. jason momoa and you had the big scene as uh gresselia the the salsa queen yeah and it's that dream and just watching that was like pretty freaking magical. And I know that of course the CGI dancers weren't there, but like, what was it like shooting in the the big ballroom? That whole the
4: big ballroom was beautiful though. And I remember them reminding us like, Hey, this place is going to be filled with people. There's going to be dancers all over you. And it's just literally like me, Marlo and Jason, like, okay, cool. <laughs> but you know, like putting the dance together was also a great experience. Like Jason and I had a few rehearsals to, to learn that. And then having, you know, the costumes on top of that, him having his costume, very different. So we really had to get our sense of that. But when they blasted the music and it went, like I had chills all over my body. And I was like, this is a moment for young Umberly being like, we made it. Like to be able to dance salsa and speak Spanish for a film with Jason Momoa. I was like, this, this is amazing. Like I could die happy now. This was such a highlight. And I got to show off like, a talent that i love you know i learned salsa from my dad and it's such it's so rooted in who i am and where i grew up in venezuela so i was just like it was a proud latina moment for sure
1: yeah yeah you definitely brought it and uh watching that i was like that's a pretty damn good dream yeah yeah it made me think thank you and she's literally they were like repression am i right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah okay is there a, like, what's the most interesting dream you've had that you feel comfortable with talking about on the air? <laughs> oh
4: my gosh. You know what? I dream often and I remember a lot of my dreams, but recently I dreamt that I was on a pirate ship and with a bunch of my friends, but somehow the pirate ship became a puzzle, like an escape room. And we had to put all the pieces back together, failed. Some of us drowned. Some of us had to swim to shore i survived swam to shore and it was like this beautiful sunset and i was telling people i was trying to get to Bucharest (laughs) don't ask me why but it was so real and i was like what it was like a horror movie mixed with like survival and that was one of the most recent ones that i was like i just remember that sunset so beautiful and i was like drinking champagne after this chaotic thing happened but i was like yeah i'm just trying to get to Bucharest like out of all the places, <laughs> and I woke up being like, "What the heck was that?"
1: Well, well after a chaotic puzzle uh, <laughs> boat crash, you know, you want to relax. You want to, you know, kick right, back, have some sense. champagne. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, that's why I love dreams because they may, they they are so batshit crazy half the time. Like you, you wake up and you're like, "Going, what is wrong with me?" You know, it's like
4: you try to dissect it. You go online and you're like hmm, I was on a ship, it sank, everyone died. What does this mean? Is my right. life falling apart? <laughs> oh, God. And, why, so and, and what
2: does Bucharest mean in all of this? I have
4: no idea. You know? I've never even said that word in my life. I, I haven't even said that place. I'm like, is it a real place? It is a real place. Bucharest? Like, what?
1: Yeah. So yeah just watch. I bet you any money, you're going to book a, a gig that'll take you to Bucharest. There you go. Oh go. my gosh,
4: then we're going to talk about this. Be like, I said it in an interview, guys, I manifested
1: this. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Devin, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Of course, you played Stan in the Stan video. Are you shocked that stand has become a verb now and that people are using it to say that they stand for things? And I'm like, wait a second, have you listened to that song? <laughs> Maybe saying you stand for things is not a great thing, you know?
5: Yeah. A lot of people that use it don't really know where it's from. is, I'm not even shitting you a lot of people don't know where it's from. They don't know where that term came from. It just kind of evolved and, and like the, the kids that use it don't, a lot of them don't know. Am I surprised? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it, that it became, but you know that's the way i guess a lot of words yeah a lot who knows
1: words. what's gonna stick in our pop culture vernacular totally you never know you never know well thanks so or much or a
5: for... hundred years from now people will be using stan and they really will be no one will know where it was from
1: you yeah, no know exactly where it's from. from yeah so i'm here with steve agee yes how you doing at the toronto comic-con this weekend? i'm
0: great we're on the last day so i'm a little bit tired but uh it's been awesome
1: you brought a peacemaker and yeah. uh of course, John Economist, great yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, of Thanks. course. The nickname Diebeard, which, you know, it's,
0: it's stuck too. It's so
1: crazy that it comes from you having to do that look for Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, having to keep it the entire time, even when you're shooting the King Shark stuff. And then it, were you s- amazed at how what started out as kind of a joke turned into such a moment of pathos a for sad, you? Sad,
0: like, yeah. reveal. Yeah, when we shot Suicide Squad, John Economist is a real character from the comic books, which I didn't know, and he's got a beard, so James is like, grow your beard out, and then I showed up to Atlanta to start shooting, and he's like, we gotta darken it, because my beard is pretty gray, Mm. so we darkened it, and then he was looking at it, we hadn't started shooting it, and he was like, you know what, I think it would be funny if we dyed it so dark that it was obvious that you dyed it but we never addressed it during the movie so it was really weird that i had this jet black beard and then when the series happened he's like get ready to dye your beard again this time like super obvious like we we added roots like gray roots so yeah. it looked it looked dyed and i was like oh man i gotta do seven more months of this because it is weird. We, when we were not shooting, I'm walking around town with this horrific-looking beard, <laughs> and um, but when I read the last episode, I was like, "Oh my god, this is yeah. so sad!" Like it was, it was incredible. It totally paid off after you know, two two and a half years of me having to do that. Um, yeah, it was, I'm curious to see where we go with season two with the beard. Like, yeah. Because I've now admitted that I dye the beard, so maybe I don't have to have it dyed anymore. I don't know.
1: Maybe, like, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Now, of course, working with James Gunn, you know, you've done it for a while, number of projects. Now James is... Uh,
0: James Gunn. It's
1: Never heard he's of a him, director. have
0: you? We're, Sean Gunn just walked over here. <laughs> James Gunn is your brother, Sean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. See, he's... His, uh, his mother used to be married to my father. Oh, that's a, that makes sense. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Cameo. There you go. There
1: you go. And we have another special guest with us. Yes, here he is. <laughs> we were having some technical difficulties, but he's here now. Uh, of course, you may know him as one-fifth of Kids in the Hall, a Canadian comedy legend, a man who's acted in a bunch of great television shows and movies. And is also a musician himself. Welcome to the program, Scott Thompson.
6: Thank you. Hi there. Sorry I was late. That's uh, okay. I, I fell asleep on the couch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so relatable. And He is relatable. That is right oh, there. Oh, I'm mom.
6: relatable.
1: <laughs> definitely. Definitely.
6: And- yeah, because, I mean, come on. I'm late, and that's relatable. That's that the is. the You know what? If I'm on time, they're all going to be so intimidated. I'm going to be late so that I seem so much more human and down to earth.
1: Right. Man of the people. That's what it is. Man right?
6: of the people. Absolutely. Princess yes. of the people.
1: There you go. Princess of the people. You're our yeah. princess, Scott. You're our princess. Definitely. <laughs> of course, last year saw the the revival of the Kids in the Hall series. You guys did it on Prime Video. Uh, It's just something about, you know, you guys, for some reason, no matter when you guys come back, you guys are always the punk rock of comedy. Has it always been like your guys' goal to be, you know, not the norm, always be the alternative choice?
6: No, actually, I don't think so. I think we would love to be – mainstream superstars i think we would love it but (laughs) this has never happened i mean i think with this we we went well if we're not gonna like go to the mainstream with this one then it's never going to happen and it it didn't happen (laughs) so yeah and then we went well i guess they're gonna have to raise the age for punks because we still seem to scare people And our show, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm very proud of the show, but it was a very, very tough slog. And there was an awful lot of pushback and an awful lot of, um, let's just call it modern censorship. Mm. And um, that was, that kind of made us punks again. We're like, Jesus, it's, they're just jokes. But, you know, we're, I, I guess it's lucky and unlucky that we made this show in a, in a very, Let's just call it a troubled time, especially for comedy. Mm. And um, lo and behold, we're, we still scare the horses, you know?
1: Yeah. It's something, it's something I've always been kind of amazed at is that how censorship has kind of continually popped back in, but it's always different people bringing mm-hmm. the censorship. Like originally when you guys started out, people were very much stuff like you can't say gay and you can't say fag and things mm-hmm. like that because the mm-hmm. conservative mm-hmm. values, but then,
6: you still can't later. say fag, but it's different no. people that don't want you to say yeah.
1: it. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ten years later, it's it, and it, it then became you know, more of a liberal issue.
6: Yeah, yeah and it keeps it, kind of no, bouncing back and forth,
1: issue. back and forth across the aisle. I find that
6: uh, yes, it, it's it's true, and it's an interesting thing because you you're around long enough, you kind of go, wow, everybody's screwed. Nobody handles power well. <laughs> And so when you suddenly realize you spend your most the younger part of your life when it's the pushback from the right and then suddenly it's from the left, you're kind of like going, we're all screwed and no one can handle it. And it's kind of in many ways, um, it's freeing in a way to realize that I know where I stand and I stand with comedians. I stand with people that make funny and satirists and Mm -hmm. everybody in power is afraid of comics and they should be. And everybody in power is afraid of satire because it's 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 difficult to tell. I think when people have power and they think they're doing the right thing, they're they become incapable of recognizing satire. And um, if you can let your if you can hold on to your essential self and not get ang- too angry about it, it's a it's a privileged position to be in.
1: Welcome back to the program, Jewel State.
5: Hi guys,
1: how are hey. you? Pretty good, how good. you doing? I'm good. Good stuff. Excellent. So yeah, so as I said, uh family law, it's back airing here in Canada. Yes. Um, the last time we talked, mm-hmm. which was back in October of twenty twenty one, season one was airing, you had just wrapped shooting season two. <laughs> And so so now season two is airing. People are finally getting to see it. Do you remember anything from your time from season two? (laughs) You
5: know, it's it's confusing because here's why. We shot season three between that happening and now. And season three is airing in certain parts of the world. It's starting to air there. So season two is is airing somewhere else, and season three is airing here, and season one is airing somewhere else. So when I do interviews and I do press, people ask me questions, and I'm telling you, that I'm like, I don't know where we are. I don't (laughs) know where we are in the storyline. I also don't want to give anything away. Like, I don't want to be that person. So I've got my little cheat sheet that I sometimes refer to just to stay with the plot, because there's spoilers galore. Well
2: there we It go. Make, well, makes me think of like uh, like the rock bands, you know, they used to always like write down the city they were in because they were always on tour and they didn't know.
5: <laughs> Hello, <laughs>
1: Cleveland! <laughs> yeah.
5: Exactly.
1: That's exact. It's always funny that Cleveland is the go-to answer. when Why? you do that. I don't know. Why is
5: it? It's, it's like a comedy
1: rule. That's It's what it is. embedded
5: in our brains for some oh, reason. Oh,
1: man. But uh, the, the great balance of the show, and I, we talked about it back with season one as well, is that you guys are really fun interesting characters that have witty banter and everything but you're dealing with serious situations and you not only the performances but the the story itself pays proper respect to those serious situations and talks about serious things and the balance is amazing this and makes me really interested in this monday's episode involving a cult yeah
5: you know we had to go there right
1: (laughs) Well, it is Vancouver, so yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. you know, yeah. not mentioning any names, of course, yeah. but um, it's a juicy story to tell. So yeah, we we had to do you know one like that, and it's very juicy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Have now, you
2: been invited to a cult before, Jewel?
5: You know what? I have not, and I'm offended. You because, should be. Like, well, yeah, you know, I, I you're was like I
1: knew all those people.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I did. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was talking to my friend Catherine Isabel. I don't know if you guys know her. She's oh right. yeah. She's yes. just the best. her. Yeah. Um. But we were talking about this, and she was like, "Why didn't they ask us?" And I said, oh, no, "I'm a little pissed." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit offended." And then we realized that maybe they were just—they realized we—they we were too scary or something. <laughs> Put them in their place immediately.
1: Yeah. You guys yeah. be like, "I'm not buying this shit." No. How
5: come no one asked me to join your cult.
1: Please welcome to the program, Chandler Levac.
5: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Just before you go, just want to uh, bring up a tweet you put out on July 6th. Oh, God. It's so hot. (laughs) As long as
3: it's
1: not January 6th. No, it's not January 6th. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you'd be on the right side of that anyways. You wouldn't be like supporting them. You'd be like, what's going on? Stop (laughs) it. But anyways, no, it's it's so hot. I am literally hanging out at a butcher shop because I couldn't think of another place that would have AC. How good was that butcher shop AC? Was it, uh, was it a nice butcher shop?
3: <laughs> you know, I really feel like when people quote my tweets back to me, I'm always so embarrassed because they're truly written from the perspective of an insane person. <laughs> 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 and I, yeah, it is always like people are like, Oh yeah. They like tweet the, tell me what I tweeted. And I'm like, Oh God, I like truly tweet. Like no one is ever going to read it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the butcher shop was excellent. I was very grateful for its coldness. I might have held like a piece of pork to my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan. If my AC breaks down, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit. Yeah, to but the...
3: where I should have gone is obviously the movies. You know. True, home.
1: true. But like, come on, the butcher shop—it was a much more interesting tweet because it was
3: that. close by. <laughs> yeah.
1: Back at the end of Bye. June, I got a chance to have a few minutes with randall park his directorial feature film debut it's the film shortcomings and we had a good chat let's take a listen hey andrew hey how's it going randall
7: good how are you
1: pretty good man pretty good Good, so of course shortcomings it's coming out august 4th based on the graphic novel from 2007 and this is such a faithful adaptation of the graphic novel and the realness of the characters are there they're very real they're flawed characters and i'd say probably the main character ben is the most flawed of all in some ways at least Uh, yeah Yeah. transferring a part like that to the screen can easily go badly you know like ben can come (laughs) off as like a really big dick but but thankfully you got justin in there Justin Ben, who of course brings you know a nuance to it it makes it a very compelling performance when it comes to you and justin working together i know that you've mentioned before that your chemistry was very quick uh what was it like putting the character together with justin
7: uh well you know the main challenge is exactly what you what you're saying you know here here's a character that uh was clearly flawed is clearly uh opinionated and uh uh angry one one could say there's so much about the character to dislike and, and that you know at Reading the graphic novel, that's kind of exciting. It's fun because, you know, it's a graphic novel. And I think by nature, there's a little bit of a distance there, you know, from, from, you're, you're almost watching it from afar a little more, you know, but on a big screen with those, you know, intense close ups, you are literally in the face of these characters. And to be, uh, to have to spend an hour and a half with, uh, with, a, a, essentially a jerk is, uh, is, it's not the best time, you know, uh, it's not the best time spent. So it was really important that we, uh, make sure that this character, Ben, was relatable, was, was human, was vulnerable, um, but also charming, uh, and funny, which he is. And, 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 and also a great friend to, to Alice and a loyal friend and, uh, and, um, and also dealing with his own you know personal kind of issues and and sadness and and things that have gone on in his life that maybe were unfair and and with with Justin Men it was all there in his performance you know it was all there in his audition like you could really feel you could really feel the layers of this character that, that made him so much more than whatever he was spouting off about at the moment, you know, and, uh, uh, and he just really understood the material, uh, so well and the way in which I envisioned the material he, he was really on board with. And he brought so much of his own thoughts and, 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 and skills to the, to the character and, and, uh, and yeah, and we really had this, you know, we were so in sync with each other. I, I you know, there, there were times when I would have a direction for him and I would be walking towards him and I just see him nod his head and I just turn right back around without even saying it because we just kind of almost were able to communicate just by like looking at each other, you know, it was, uh, uh it was really, uh, uh, Something I had never experienced before, you know, uh, but a really special connection. And, and, and I just I just love that guy.
1: Well, thank you so much for talking with me, Randall. Uh, I really look forward to people getting to see this film. I think they yeah. really love it. And uh, I know you're not ready to jump into the next feature right away, but I hope at some point you find another project that you want to direct.
7: I will. I'll, I'll definitely do it again. I, I, so, so uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what I could find or what I could write up and, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get to talk again.
1: All right, the- man. I look forward to it. Have yourself a great day. Welcome back to the program. Anna Hopkins. Hello. Hello, Anna. How you doing? I'm doing
8: great. How are you
1: doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. So, um, The last time we had you on was all the way back at the end of 2021. Very different time. Yes, yes. And uh, that year you had uh, shot and had just been finishing up editing on your short film, Underpaint.
8: Yes. Wow. Time flies. Time flies.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Underpaint now it's available in the Omeletto YouTube channel for people to watch. For people who haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet. What's the film all about?
8: The film is um it's in a lot of ways about my dad who passed away in 2011 and he was a painter. Um and so the film is a bit of a mixture between documentary and narrative um and it's about sort of you know gliding through the memories that make up uh you know someone who's gone. Uh and incorporating a lot of um his work and, and trying to kind of show his work through through the film.
2: Over the last couple of times we've spoken to you, it's we've had to, you know, obviously deal with the uh, the pandemic as it existed and you know, and we've kind of fingers crossed come out to the other side sometimes. I don't know, they keep yeah. threatening new things. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> now that we are kind of beyond that, have you found any lingering side effects to, you know, uh to the roles and the and the in the projects you've been working on, or has it kind of fully reverted back to the, you know, the pre-pandemic uh, phase?
8: days? I mean, we you know, the biggest thing is we just don't audition in person anymore, which right. is a really kind of sad outcome. It's also very positive in a lot of ways because you can be anywhere in the world. You can have a job, a day job. You can, you know, tape your audition. And and so there's some wonderful things about that. But there's a real disconnect between actors and and casting directors and directors. Um, That was like really a special, That was you know, it's the human connection that is kind of everything in this industry. So um, that has not reverted back. And I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um And then like, I mean, you there's, they're kind of calmed down on the COVID testing, like on set. And then there's just like, there's these lingering like rules where it's just like you're outside and like everyone has to wear a mask. And it's like, guys, what? <laughs> but I think that there's these, yeah, I think there's these sort of like insurance rules that have remained and everyone's, you know, a little worried about shutting down the the set and stuff. So, I would say just that. Um, but the the no in-person auditions anymore is really it's a I wish we could have the option, like come in on Tuesday or send us a tape, like one or the other, right. but then casting has to rent an office and it's like a whole I'm sure it's very expensive. Um so yeah that kind of i think is gonna is like dead and it was like in this industry since the beginning and now it's gone so that's a bit of a weird thing
1: yeah i think it's also going to uh quell the uh the level of competition from actors because it used to be you know an actor would go into an audition room see 10 other people that looked exactly like them and go well i got to be better than that person that person you know give you an extra drive whereas at home Uh, just shooting a thing, you know, taping it, whatever, send it in. Not that same level of like, who's going to win type feel.
8: Yeah. And it's very easy to get complacent and also maybe lack a little motivation because you're like, all right, I'm sending this into the ether again. Like who's even watching it? And it, and you know, at least in person, it's like, great. Loved what you did. Thanks so much. Just that will get, will give someone the fuel for a month of like, all right, I'm on the right track. Whereas like, this is very impersonal. So Mm -hmm. the stamina required to bring your a game for on tape auditions is quite heavy. Like to, to bring your a game every time when you just aren't sure anyone's even watching it.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to the program. Tasha, tell us.
3: Hello. Hi guys.
1: Hi, how's it going? It's going it's
3: going great.
2: It still amazes me that uh that you guys are filming the show in Sudbury at uh you know it's appropriate for the season of hockey. I get that, but like it's got to be like ball bustingly Extreme- cold, like
3: extremely cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> And I'm, don't do well with cold, my friends. <laughs> I just don't. My I'm like, you know, I just don't do well in the cold. But I'm starting to learn how to acclimate. I've been doing cold plunges actually here in Vancouver. I've been going every day. I've been, I'm on day 27 of a 30-day challenge to do a oh cold God. plunge every single morning and I noticed that like this morning, I go, I went in, I went into the ocean. It was very cold today. And I was like, Oh my God, why did I decide to do this? Um, the, the beginning of the month was fine, but <laughs> the end of the month and it's really cold now. <laughs> but I, I stood there after like, cause it was a nice, sunny, crisp day. And I was like, ah. I'm getting used to this. I think Sudbury is going to be a lot easier this year. <laughs> I'm building my tolerance to cold back up. Um, but the cast all know each other now, too. You know, the first season we shot it in the winter time, and we were all getting to know each other for the first time, and so it was hard to stand outside in the cold. You know, and in between our scenes, like we all ran into our trailers and kind of like hid and warmed up between you know setups. But then season two, we filmed in the spring. So we got to kind of hang
1: outside, you know, enjoy each other's company a bit more. Now we're going back to the cold. But, you know, yeah. It's amazing uh, watching you just now, you know, on the video here, you have amazing muscle memory. Cause when you did that, I actually felt cold the way you were shivering. there. <laughs> I was like, Oh, she's good. She's good. She's got the muscle memory down there. Oh my God. <laughs> right, Tasia, you know, it's been great talking to you about the show. Uh, I have one, I, I would like your opinion on this. Mm. Do you think a podcast slash live radio show, like a geek card would benefit from the hosts getting a spray tan, getting greased up, taking their tarps off and putting out a calendar.
3: I mean, did you see the success the success rate that we had with the with the bulldogs? <laughs> Can you imagine what you guys would do the numbers you would pull in? If you did the same thing, I, I'm i in full support of this. Right, and I think
1: Green would give J.J., Frankie, J.J. a run for his money. He'd get a calendar all to himself. Oh, 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 oh there you go. <laughs> Don't get a competition started there. <laughs> Grr yeah there you go return of the imax car oh right oh my god welcome back to the program Catherine isabel
9: thank you ho 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 and all that and all that
1: yes exactly i are you are you a big fan of the holidays
9: i think christmas should be every four years like the olympics
2: (laughs) oh wow unless you have
9: small children then go for it but i I think it's it's my problem with time. I don't recognize time, and I'm like, how is this happening again? <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> um, so no, and I'm I just I don't. I don't have a tree yet sometimes i put some christmas lights on my window in the shape of a tree and then i put dog toys on them as ornaments and that's my festivity
1: there you go well you've got so many like you have a forest in your house so another tree i can understand not wanting to put up a christmas tree
9: well and then i don't want to put any of my plants in the living room where the fireplace is because it will kill i was like oh we could use one of my plants as a christmas no we can't it's not gonna happen
1: Oh my god! I didn't realize that Christmas Christmas was such a such a big problem for you.
9: You you are festive AF. Look at you. I am.
1: I am that's a very fun. I am a festive motherfucker. I am. I I get very holiday. I'm Mister Holidays. That's that's who I am. Uh, I want to bring up something that uh, that came up in my mind just now. Back in June, we uh, we had Jewel State on the program. Yeah. And she brought up something that I thought was kind of interesting. That she was having a that- conversation. What was that?
9: I said, what did that bitch say? No, no, that, what that bitch said
1: was is that you guys were having a conversation and one of you put it out there saying, how come nobody asked us to join the cult?
9: Okay, well, okay. Well, <laughs> the thing. They did. Oh, okay. I, I. because I, when it all came out later, because I I was like, you guys know it's a cult, right? Like, they were recruiting my actor friends. I was like, you know, it's a cult. And they're like, whatever, Katie, maybe you should like have more friends. I was like, okay. I'd have to leave <laughs> that um so, so when it came up I was like oh my god I can't believe they didn't ask me to be in the sex cult that's kind of rude and my friends were like no no they did you're a huge bitch and you don't like new people and you hate community gatherings and get-togethers where people talk about their feelings and being authentic it makes you want to vomit and so you didn't you refuse to have anything to do with any of it and I was like okay well at least I was invited <laughs> I just want to be invited. It's the same. All my friends know now. Like, just invite her. She's not gonna come. Don't worry about it. But just she needs to be invited. So uh, that's and that's how Jewel and I felt. We needed to be invited. But no, we're both we're both like so no bullshit. Please don't talk to me or or try to like have warm fuzzy feelings with us people. That like no, it wasn't gonna happen. You weren't gonna we weren't gonna get into that.
1: (laughs) That's it. There you go. That's what I like about you, Catherine. You're a straight shooter. Straight shooter.
9: No, what you want to like hold hands and talk about feelings? Ah, no, (laughs) no, empowering? No, no, empowering us? No, no. I will sit in my room and eat chips in like thirteen year old sweatpants with big holes in them. I don't need to empower myself to do nothing. Thank you.
5: (laughs) See, you you
2: know, and I love this, Catherine, because you know what? You know what this just proves. That, you know, staying indoors, being an introvert or not, you know, like just being in your in, in your in your, your jammies and having those bags of chips and just watching this TV. That
9: way, can you? No,
2: no, you can't. Don't no. get
9: branded on your genitals that way, do you? Nope. My general unfriendliness has saved me many times.
1: <laughs> there You go. Well, I got to say, even though you have a general unfriendliness, you've always been a good friend to geek hard. Yes. And we love talking with you.
9: Right on, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate
1: it. No problem. You All have right. yourself a great night.
3: You too. Bye.
1: Bye. Good times. Good times. I think we're going to do that calendar. Yeah. 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 So you get your spray tan ready, man. Get your spray tan ready. Get greased up.
2: Oh, for sure. I always have a tub of butter nearby.
1: I thought we kicked it. They could kick this man. Don't say that. I
2: I didn't say that I, that I am abusing. I just said I have one nearby that I can use. You shouldn't
1: have that temptation around, man.
2: No, man. That's how I get through it okay there i look at it and i go i see you i don't want you but i see you
1: all right well i see a commercial break coming and possibly a call to mr green's therapist uh when we come back we're going to be talking with uh, a man who's made a mark here on the show stay tuned this is geek Remember when you used to go to the comic shop and browse through the stacks, picking up comic after comic, talking to your fellow customers and the store owner about what books you should buy? What kind of outside people, daywalker nonsense are you talking about? I don't go outside. Well, thank goodness for Back Issue Bloodbath with Andrew Young and Petula Neal. When we talk about comics, old and new. Mostly old. But sometimes new. Every Wednesday, new episodes drop at geekartshow.com or wherever you catch your pots. Check it out and have yourself a good Welcome back to Geek Card on GeekCardShow.com. Now back to your hosts Andrew Young and Mister Green. Welcome back to Geek Card, Andrew Young and Mister Green here. Hey, 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 hey. You know, I've been sitting here. You haven't acknowledged me once, right? Yeah, old man, you're working the boards as usual. That's right. That's right. But uh, you know, this this year, you know, like uh, had a lot of great moments right? The draw, the draw came on the show, Mm. gave you guys the listeners. Mm. What are you talking about? I make everything great. I make, I make, I didn't say you didn't make things
2: great. I just said, I don't know about the draw parts. Uh... That's how I make
1: everything great. I make everything great. And everybody shows up and take, gives a listen. That's, That's the way it works. I make, I make so many things. I make interviews. Great. I make reviews. Great. You know, in the ring, even on commentary, I'm the best. Hell, I even make the holidays great. No, no, I disagree with that one. What are you talking about? I'm great at the holidays. (sighs) Do I have to remind you about Thanksgiving? Oh, we we don't talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, we do. Let's take a listen. See, we got an email in from Stevie who says, Hey, geeks, listening in again, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Is the old man lonely for Thanksgiving? Well, let's ask him. Old man, are you lonely? Well, what is lonely, really, you know? People say, you know, I've heard people say, it's like, oh, I don't want to die alone. You do realize that no matter how many people there are around, because I've seen a lot of people die in my day, no matter how many people are around you, you truly are dying alone because you're the only one dying in the room. Unless you're at war or there's like a, you know, a mass, like everybody gets the malaria and dies at the same time or things like that. Then you might die together, but you were really more than likely, statistically, die alone.
2: Wow, that's very grim, bud. That is very grim.
1: I'm going to have a great Thanksgiving, though. Thank you for asking. I'm gonna, I am gonna. Uh, I got I got. got a new Steam account. So I got a bunch of games that I can play. Who needs friends when you got games, right?
2: There you go. Fair enough.
1: There you go. I'm, by, I'm not even thinking about my, room, my ex-roommate and his wife. It's good. I hear, I hear they're having a lovely bird. And I'm not going to be there for it. But I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Don't don't worry about me. I'll be okay. all right. I'll be all right. Okay. Old man, do you want to come over to my place for Thanksgiving? I thought you'd never ask. For God's sakes. I was wondering when one of you were going to come over. I thought Potato Boy over here was going was to give me something. But he didn't. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to. I'll be over there. What day is it? Do, do you want the Monday? Yeah, let's do the Monday. All right, I'll bring the games. Great. All right. Well, thanks, old man. Brada D writes in and says, "Hey, geeks, what is the update on Andrew's Thanksgiving with the old man? Did he show up? Was he a pain in the arse? Did he bring anything? How long did he stay?" It's funny you should bring that up. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, as you heard on last episode, we uh, I invited the old man over for Thanksgiving. He said he was gonna bring the games. I said, okay, cool. Um, So dinner was, I I was serving dinner at five. He showed up at about 4.57, came in, quickly ate his food and then said he was gonna start setting up the games. Then he looked at my TV, told me it sucked and left. 15 minutes, he was there for 15 minutes
2: sounds like every holiday with my uncle
1: there you go so it's, it's, it's an old man do you have do you do you have an explanation of why you left so quickly Goddamn right I dude do. you don't have a 4k tv what the fuck? you're an antitrol <laughs> i need 4k you ain't got 4k it's a no way okay well, right. at least that's a reason thanks old man we actually got an email in from the name there isn't a name there but the email address is living life now Says its title is old jerk. Hey, old man, you're so ungrateful. 15 minutes? What? Old man, what say you about the the verdict here? I stand by what I did. Get a better TV. That is all.
2: All right, fair enough. All right,
1: old man. We got an email in from Don Q that just says, A 4K TV? Most folks' eyes cannot even see 4K worth of pixels. Old man, come on. What say you, old man? I stand by what I said. Get a better TV. Yeah. All righty. Well, and I know Mr. Green's in agreement, but there you go. See, yeah, you were not fun at Thanksgiving. Well, get a better TV is all I'm saying, you know? If you had a better TV, the holidays would have been fantastic.
2: It's kind of how my Christmases go every once in a while, so I can feel you, old man.
1: You can feel me. eh? I don't want you to feel me. That's not unless I consent.
2: Oh, I'm feeling you.
1: Um, That's that's wrong. I'm going to have to talk to HR about this. All right. I'll be expecting your complaint form in the new year. All righty. That's good. I'm going to make a killing off you guys. Like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a settlement of nothing. It'll be fantastic. You just wait. There he goes. Hopefully he keeps the boards running for the rest of the episode. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll be finishing off the program here with the world famous Geek Card Christmas Carol. It's all happening right here, at Geek Card, Want to advertise on Geekard and be heard by thousands of listeners? It's easy, it's simple, it's fun. Email us at GeekardShow at gmail.com for information on our advertising packages today.
3: You're always
2: Falling asleep Light in the night when I think you're listening to me.
1: Welcome back to Geek Card on GeekardShow.com. Now back to your hosts, Andrew Young and Mr. Green. Welcome back to Card, Andrew Young and Mr. Green here. We're wrapping up. This is our final. Moments in 2023 when we return next week with our best of the best. We're talking about the best in movies, comics, and TV from the previous year. You know, another way to wrap up the year, though, is something we like to do on the show, and it's usually part of our Christmas episode, is uh, we like to give like a recap of what happened on the show and get a feel for things in our usual geek-hard Christmas carol, a song put together by myself. And the Geek Card crew here, and of course, Alex James Kruger, the composer's podcast. And this year we brought Geek Hard Family Christmas to you. Let's give a listen to that song right now. <laughs> just another geek-hard holiday where we can celebrate it our own way. What a crazy year that it has been. We almost lost our one-eyed Mr. Green. But he's still here and so are all of you. It's your hot take, emails that see us through. We still surprise us when you disagree. Like when you like Fast X and not Barbie.
0: But it's a geek-hard that brings us all together. We're just one big happy family Christmas in the cold and stormy weather There's just one place that I want to be And that's home
1: And that's that's home
0: And that's home
1: And that's home
0: And that's home
1: Just because this old man's all alone doesn't mean I have a quiet home. I got surround sound loud as it can be with consoles and a big 4K TV. But I do wish my roommate was still here to play some games and have some Christmas cheer. I do hope he and his wife will come by so I can kick their butts on the
0: PS5. But it's a key card that brings us all together. We're just one big happy family At Christmas in the cold and stormy weather There's just one place that I gotta be And that's home
1: And that's home
0: And that's home
1: And that's home And that's home Jimmy the short order cook here once again to say happy holidays It's a time when families get together Hell It's a great time to tell your family you love them, even if you don't celebrate anything. And if you don't have family, tell your friends. And if you got no friends, give a friendly wave to your local cooks and servers who are working their asses off this time of year. Tell them Jimmy sent you. They probably don't know who the hell I am, but tell them anyway.
0: A
6: Geek card that brings us all together We're just one big happy family
1: and Christmas and cold and stormy weather There's just one place that, that we gotta be
6: And that's home And that's home Well that's home, Andrew
1: And that's home
6: Well that's home
1: Happy holidays from all of us here at Geek Heart. Just remember that the old man loves you And he's always here for you feel money. I I don't know you feel money. You know, when putting that song together, uh Alex said he was inspired by uh The Counting Crows.
2: Just another reason for me to pick on him.
1: Fair enough. But you liked the song though, right?
2: Yeah, I liked the song. It was good. Just, you know, I just hate the counting crows, that's all.
1: There we go. Well, it's been a long December. And it seems that uh, we should finish off the old program here and say ah. bid 2023 adieu and make our way back onto the airwaves in 2024. Mr. Green, tell the good folks where they can find us.
2: If you like what we do here, you can always find additional content over at patreon.com slash card For everybody who participates in that right now, we thank you guys ever so much. Additional bonus content is available through YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Yes, even Pinterest. Search card Show on any of those platforms, you will find us there. Of course, check out our website, geekcardshow.com for more news, reviews, and this very podcast, which is available every Monday. But of course, if you're super forgetful like I am, and I know you are, the best way you can hear us every single week is to do what, Andrew?
1: Subscribe to us on your podcasting platform, which and while you're there, leave a five-star rating and review.
2: And as always, if you wish to continue the conversation with us, email us at geekartshow at gmail.com.
1: I want to thank all the great guests that came on the program this year. And uh, of course, also thanks to Yuri. Thanks to Mr. Green. Thanks to the old man. Thanks to Jimmy. Thanks to uh, just uh, the friends of Geek Card and uh, for all you great listeners out there. This is Andrew Young saying, if you're going to geek out, you might as well geek hard. Thank you for listening to Geek Card right here on geekcardshow.com.